Hey guys, Kayla Whiteford here with Forever Firm. How are you guys doing? I am doing really, really great actually. I've had a, an amazing morning and it's Saturday so I don't have any school, which is really nice on top of that. So since you've already clicked on this one, you know that I'm talking about personal finance. And I just wanna warn you before you put the phone down, I'm not gonna go into crazy details about insurance or, I just wanna give you guys some advice that you can start applying to your life right now as while you're a teenager. So just three very important things I wanna talk about is money envelopes, debit cards, and some apps that can help you with tracking your purchases. And I guess that's four. <laughs> Also, just what to be cautious of that the typical teenager usually buys. So, just wanted to let you know, I have had these envelopes, these money envelopes, since I am super little. I basically, I take all the money I get and I put it in a bag, even though we call it the cup. <laughs> it started out as a cup, but now it's a bag. So about once every month, I just take my money and I divide it up into five categories. Spending, saving, giving, extra giving, and gifts. I'll say that again, just slower. <laughs> Spending gets 50%. 20% goes into saving, and 10% goes into giving, extra giving, and gifts. And I love this method so much. Everything that goes into spending, I can do whatever I want with it, whatever. I know that the money in the envelope labeled spending has already been tithed on. I still have to remember to be cautious with what I buy, but it is so freeing. I just cannot explain it to you how freeing it is until you have it. My saving, I keep an envelope. Once I have a good amount of saving in the envelope, I'll go to the bank with my parents and we deposit it into my savings account. Giving goes to the church. That one's very, very easy to explain. Extra giving is something that we like to do, so that probably didn't explain it good enough. But if there is a missionary thing that we want to donate to or some type of um, organization, we just use our extra giving and put money in that category. Now, extra giving is not required. Um, it's just something a little extra if you want to give extra money away to charities or something like that. Um... Things like VBS and other, you know, missionary organizations fall into that category. But the one thing I have had to be extremely cautious with that, when I was younger, I would always put my tithing money into VBS. And sometimes the VBS money does not go to the church. It sometimes goes to missionaries. So extra giving only goes in the bucket for VBS. Lending money to a friend does not count. Lending money to friends or family is a horrible, horrible idea. It causes so much tension, so much tension between the relationship because then people are always like, hey, why didn't you pay me my money? Gifts, I especially love setting aside. This is probably one of my favorite things to do. I don't have to pay gifts out of my spending, which is about the best part. It's also so freeing to know that the gift that you bought for someone did not come out of your spending. I know this may feel annoying, but I know how freeing this is. I've been doing it my whole life and I'm not complained. But I will, funny story, the first time I was going to church and I had enough money to tithe, I guess, maybe that's not the right word, but I was gonna give my money away. And I asked my dad, I'm like, dad, what, what um, envelope do I need to take this out of? And he said giving, but I couldn't read very well yet. So I, I looked for the G, 
but I, I gave all my money out of gifts to the church. So then I had to remember how much money I had in gifts and put the giving money into the... <laughs> it was just very confusing. Debit cards. I use the app called Every Dollar. It is a super crazy helpful app made by Ramsey Solutions. It really helps me know and remember how much money from my envelope is in my debit card. And if that didn't make sense, I'll explain a little more. I put maybe $100 on my debit card. And then once I go buy something like a shirt or a drink or something, I will track that in every dollar. So then I know that I only have $99 left in my spending. But then I can also put $20 of gifts. And then I'll know in every dollar on my on the Wells Fargo account app thing, it says you have $120 in your debit card. But then when you go into every dollar, you can see, okay, I have $100 for spending, $20 for gifts. And then once you buy something, then you can take that money out. And then Wells Fargo will say you have $190. But then you can look and you'll be like, oh, I, I still have $100 spending and I have, oh wow, that didn't make sense. You have $110 in your card, that's what I meant. Then you can look and you can say, oh, I still have $100 spending, $10 gifts. And then you know, it's so easy. Also check to see if the bank that you have your debit card has an app that can track your purchases. It is so easy, so easy to track your purchases when the app does it for you. I really try to put my purchases into every dollar once a week, unless obviously I don't buy anything that week. I also just wanted to give you some statistics about things that teenagers often buy that can really add up a lot. And I'm only going to list three things, even though there's a lot. And this may vary from person to person, but here are the, here are the major things. Number one is trendy shoes and clothes. First of all, if everyone buys the new trendy things, they won't be trendy anymore. Also, trendy things are always changing. Please do not fall into the line by doing what everybody else is doing. If you want to be different and unique, get your own clothing style. Do, do what you want. And um, yeah, trendy, I do not like trendy things because trendy things change. And especially trendy things are so expensive because everybody's buying it. Number two is coffee drinks, sugary drinks, or whatever type of drinks. <laughs> Mainly drinks from coffee shops, those can add up a lot. If you buy a coffee from Starbucks or Caribou every other day, say $5 a drink, you have spent $910 on drinks alone. When we lived in Minnesota, I would buy about maybe one every week or every other, and that's still $260. Just remember, if you're going to, to go to a coffee shop, maybe try and buy cheaper drinks. And I'm not saying that it's not okay to buy fun, expensive drinks. It's totally fine. But don't get them all the time. Also, I only buy a drink if I'm gonna sit down and talk with a friend. When Corona hit, that changed a little bit and I would go through the drive-thru and I would get drinks. And, but I would only get a drink if I was going to sit down with a friend for two to three hours and we were gonna have a conversation. And number three, apps and subscriptions. If you are going to buy a subscription, add up the numbers. If it's $12 a month, do the math. Do you really want to spend $144 to get some extra filters to make your face look silly? Just do the math for stuff like that. It's okay if you are willing to spend your money and if you have the money 
and if you understand the consequences and the pros, the pros and cons of getting this certain app. But just do the math. Just really keep in mind how much you're spending and how much you want to spend. And you really, really need it. Okay, so I'm going to talk to my dad. And he has been, he has just taught me everything I know about money. And he is so amazing. I really, really look up, look up to him. All right, so I am here with my dad, and he has pretty much taught me about almost everything I know about money. Hi, Dad. How you doing? Good, but you can call me Roger. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, question number one. So where have you learned everything you know about money? That's a good question. I learned uh, quite a bit from uh, my parents growing up. Um, went through Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University mm -hmm. maybe 12 years ago. Listen to a bunch of different finance podcasts. Uh, have an accountant for the business that stopped me a lot. Okay. Uh, many different places. Read nice. some books. Oh, well, well. Um. So why have you had me doing the envelope system my whole life? <laughs> Your whole life. Wow. Well, almost. <laughs> I think one of the most important things you can do in life. Uh, especially for your marriage, maybe future marriage, <laughs> is to have a good finance system in place in the marriage. Uh, they say 90% of marriages, or uh, sorry, 90% of divorces happen because of mm -hmm. money fights and money problems. Yeah. Um, so starting off with a good foundation and how to handle your finances is a, a great way to begin your marriage. Yeah. Um, so why is saving so important and why should I like start now? Well, as the, the say, as the saying goes, it's going to rain someday, right? We need to have an, an umbrella prepared for the rainy days. Mm -hmm. So a savings account is just like having, uh, the shield of protection, uh, when bad things happen. Yeah. It, uh, allows you to, you know, take out of your savings account for, crummy things as opposed to having to, you know, borrow, you know, money or have someone bail you out. Uh, yeah. If, for example, you put your iPhone in a lake, <laughs> you have an iPhone problem, but you also have a finance problem. Yeah. If you have savings, now you only have a phone problem because you have money and savings that you can take out to buy a new one. Yeah. Um, so number four, what is one thing you would caution teenagers against doing? Uh, in terms of finances, it would be uh, not staying up with all the latest trends. Uh, it's expensive to continue yeah. to be, be buying new clothes, new devices, uh, mm -hmm. going to, you know, whatever stores, you know, are the latest, greatest thing. Yeah. Um, Really watching your spending is one of the biggest ones by far. You can you can always outspend what you earn. Uh, so even if you make a million dollars a year, you can still spend yourself into bankruptcy. So watching your spending and not following you know current latest trends is a big one. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I always have a savings. Uh, have a job. Uh, you don't have any money to spend. 
You're not going to be able to save anything, so having a job is an important thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and then saving for the future uh, or for retirement. Uh, so at some point when you're not able to work, you'll have uh, you know, something to provide for yourself. Yeah, because a lot of people think if I only made this much money, um, then I can be happy. But, you know, no money can buy happiness. And it's a lot about being grateful with what you have. Uh, so what do you use to track uh, your purchases? Uh, currently we use QuickBooks uh, just because we use it for the business so it's easy to make the transition over but yeah uh, we used every dollar in the past I tried mint and use that uh, for a little bit we use an Excel spreadsheet for a while when we first got started we used paper and pen <laughs> uh, so there's lots of different things you can do it just depends on finding something that works for you and something that you can stick with yeah so I'm assuming you like QuickBooks the most so far. QuickBooks is nice because it makes it easy to set up budgets, automatically downloads all the transactions yeah. uh, from the bank into QuickBooks and uh, puts them in the right category, so that works great. Yeah. Um, and would you say you like to spend money or save? Like, are you a spender or a saver? I have been most of my life a cheapskate. And a big penny pincher. Mm -hmm. um, but as I get older, it's almost like I'm realizing that time is limited and uh, therefore find myself becoming more of a spender. Yeah. Um, so then one more thing I talked about was how you have to be careful with apps and subscriptions and how you have to do the math before you sign up to anything for a year. Um, so. Are you subscribed to like anything on your phone that is costing money, I guess, or any apps that regularly cost money? I don't have any apps on my phone that I pay money for. Uh, we just signed up for PureFlix. Oh yeah. Uh, that was like $94 for the year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I personally don't have anything. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say? I think being in control of your finances is one of the most important things you can do. Mm -hmm. um, other than, you know, finding a good job and finding a good mate and, uh, you know, of course, believing and trusting in Jesus. Finance yeah. is one of the most important things. Um, it can really make a big difference in how stressed you are in life or not. And uh, can really set your life in a different trajectory if you're really on top of it. Yeah. Uh, when you're on top of your finances, it gives you a freedom yes. that you do not have when you are indebted to the banks and Definitely. Uh, you're enslaved to them. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. All right, you guys, that's all I have for the day. Thank you for joining me. If you would like to um, send in a question for a q and I'm slowly forming about my podcast. Contact anchor.fm slash forever firm. Um, also, if you would like to be in one of my podcasts, you can message me on Instagram or you can just let me know if you see me sometime, I guess. Um, thank you for joining me and I will see you guys later.